all have a moment in our life, personal or professionally, where we can say enough is enough. Um, For me, that moment was in 2003 when I left corporate America after a major downsizing of a company that many of you, I'm sure everybody has heard of. But I was gifted enough to know not only was there a blessing in not um, taking another opportunity with a similar company or doing anything else, I knew there was something more out there for me. I was not content anyway. So when the company disbanded and they just wanted to get rid of a lot of the real estate, they wanted some people to volunteer to go into Midtown Manhattan in the morning and I just refused. I just was like, I'm, I'm not I'm not going um, into Manhattan at the time I was working in Long Island and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it because it would have taken almost two hours to get there just to be there for eight hours to turn back two hours. I'm like, I wasn't gonna do it. So I just kind of gave up. And I know that other people have done it and they've been successful at it, but it's just, I knew where my calling was. I knew where my boundaries were and I just knew I wasn't gonna do it. And luckily I was fortunate enough to be able to have dreams and aspirations that were much higher than where I was. But at that time I was in my twenties and I was braggadocious in some ways. And I kept telling people, I'm starting this company, I'm starting this company and nobody would believe me, right? Nobody really took me seriously because of course, If you are supposedly so quote-unquote successful, why are you still here? And I get it. But it wasn't that I left and it wasn't that I didn't take the next opportunity. It was the fact that I already knew it was time before the time came. I already was feeling that urge, that push to be able to walk out. I was already feeling like this is... This is too small for me. My, my dreams are just encapsulated in this one office building and I can't do this every day. And so when I left, I started a, a legal consulting company and it did fairly well. And the same feeling I felt when we were let go from the previous credit card company I was with is the same feeling I had in my own company. Oddly enough, I just felt like I, I was being confined. I felt like I wasn't growing. I felt like every day was the same day. I felt like no amount of money was incentivizing me to continue to think I was growing. The people that were coming into my company, my office at that time, they were not challenging me. Everything was not feeling right. And I I just didn't know what it was. And I kept thinking, maybe I hate entrepreneurship. Maybe that's what it is, but it wasn't that. What I was doing was not challenging me enough. So I said, okay, I took a chance went into real estate. Well, who told me to do that, right? <laughs> who told me to do that? Who warned me that right before the collapse of 2008 that that was going to be a great idea? But I started by flipping homes, really simply just, you know, going in, paint, carpet, putting it back on the market, flipping it, and I was making a ton of money at the time. But the same feeling I felt back in 2003 and the same feeling I felt about the legal consulting company was starting to happen again. I was waking up and every day felt like the same day. And I kept thinking, is it me? Is something wrong with me? I don't know what it is. Because every day I'd get up and to me, all of the houses look the same. All of the rehab looked the same. All of the people looked the same. All of the investors looked the same. All of the banks were the same. I didn't feel like I was growing. I felt like I was stuck. Thank God for the recession of 2008 because a lot of that kind of stopped for a little while but in 2009 2010 I kind of got back into it because it's what I knew and it wasn't the same I didn't feel that same energy that same 
pizzazz. I didn't feel it. It was done. And I mentally checked out for a little bit. It's around that time, around 2011, that I started to get the itch to really go for something more. Start creating spaces for entrepreneurs and start really helping them to be able to achieve their dreams. And mind you, I'm still doing real estate at the time, but I'm feeling this level of unrest and it's not an easy unrest to feel. Because mind you, I'm doing the work, but I'm not feeling fulfilled by the work. And I kept thinking to myself, this is the third time I have done something that I thought was my thing and this is not working. Why is it not working? And it wasn't until I met a gentleman and I said it to him. I said, this is the third, my third attempt at trying to figure out what it is I need to do. What is my calling? What's my, what's my thing? And he says, you're meant for something big. He says, but the thing is, you keep trying to go and play musical chairs with your own success. And that thing blew the lid off of my mind. Because if you know anything about musical chairs, you know that the, the art of the game is for more people to be moving around the chairs than there are chairs available. Somebody plays the music and whoever doesn't get a chair is out of the game. And most people are only concerned about holding on to the chair. They could care less about being out of the game because you don't want to be laughed by anybody. You don't want to be made fun of by anybody. So when it comes to our careers, when it comes to our professional ambitions, even when it comes to personal relationships, the people who we have in our lives, the people we network with, the people who we call friends, we're playing musical chairs. We're just trying to get a seat and sit down. We're not trying to be the ones who are like, oh man, I'm gonna lose. Because the idea of the game is to sit as soon as possible. And when you're the kind of person like me, I can't be bothered sitting. I'm not gonna go swinging around and around and around just to be able to sit in one chair. Because you miss so many opportunities because you're so busy playing the game of this chair you need to sit in and plant your behind and sit there forever that you never play the game of growth. It was around that time I went into commercial real estate and that is where I found some fun. Because now I was talking to people who talked my language. I was now engaging with people on a much higher level. I was doing things that was challenging me. I was learning. I was, oh my gosh, the things really helped me to shift. I was writing books. I was helping out other business owners, but I knew that even that part of my business was not my, my calling because I, I kept one hand in the multi-millionaire's door and another one in the pauper's mouth. And I don't know why I was doing that. And I had to drop the whole business coaching idea because I couldn't do it because I was like, they don't understand that I'm over here building shopping centers and here I am talking about a candle company. Like it's not even the same conversation because I couldn't do it. So when I dropped that end of it, we had more time to expand. And I had the ability to travel the world and speak in front of stages, in front of tens of thousands of people, be in the media and do all of this stuff because I realized in my previous life I had been playing musical chairs. During this pandemic, I have been blessed and I've been very silent and because I've been so blessed. A lot of my days have been very emotional because it has been a mixture of, hmm, moving on to TikTok, LOL. <laughs> The second thing has been my book that's on the way. Um, the third thing has been I bought a ton of multifamily real estate in this time frame. The fourth is learning how to engage with people and other investors in a different way. 
learning how to ask for what I deserve, what I want, and what I'm worth. Um, And it has been a lot of changes. I have made so much, not just money, but impact and influence during this time that I have not been able to make because of the fact that I think in my previous life, before the pandemic, I, I had a lot of noise around me. So it was a lot of PR people pitching toward me and saying, can you come here? Can you come there? Can you be on this show? Can you be on that show? And now when the lull happened and all we were talking about was coronavirus and I didn't have anything to say, it looked as though I disappeared, but I hadn't. I had gotten a book deal during the pandemic and then I started buying real estate. And when I say buying real estate, I stopped, well, all of my commercial buildings are full, but then I started really investing in multifamily properties. And now I have tons of tenants and tons of deals. And then I started meeting other investors and networking with them and kind of getting myself kind of populated in their circles. And it really helped me to be able to grow and foundation myself. But here's, here's what I want to tell you. This is not about me just blabbering my own life story. <sighs> There's so many people who have been a part of this journey at some point along the journey and say things like, why would you want to do that? Why are, you, why are you leaving that for that? Why are you leaving that job for that job? Why are you stop, you know, leaving this business for that business? Why would you want to stop investing in shopping centers and go to uh, this and do that? Why would you want to stop self-publishing your books and go to this? Why would you want to stop doing this for that? And I kept thinking, why am I explaining myself and my decisions to other people? And then just uh, sometime this week, there's a news anchor that is on one of the most famous channels in the world who recently announced her resignation. And she announced it on air, but not in, a, not in a derogatory way. She just said, you know, I'm going on to different endeavors. And I remember I went to Twitter right away and I said, you're one of my favorite political commentators. Um, hope to see you on your next journey. Didn't say sad you're leaving. Just hope to see you on your next journey because she said she had something coming up. And I saw so many comments. Why would you leave? That's such a great job. I heard you got 2.2 million. Da, 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 da. And I realized so many times we are influenced by people who consistently play musical chairs and we keep thinking we have to play the game because other people are playing their own game of sitting in a seat long term and what they don't understand is that when you are a person who's designed to grow you cannot become complacent or content with one opportunity there's just no way So when I was leaving corporate America and I went into my own business, somehow the business wasn't big enough for me. I just had to go. When I started the the first set of flipping real estate, it wasn't challenging me. I just had to go. And although it may sound crazy, many people get very caught up in saying, well, at least it pays and at least it does this and at least it does that and at least I have a home and at least I have a car and at least I should be grateful. And they sit in that chair. And what they believe is that you should sit in a chair too and just be happy with what you've got. But let me tell you what has happened to me since Corona. (laughs) The Rona was kind of (laughs) good. I realized that if I shut my mouth, don't share my my joys with anyone, that very few people knew I was writing a book, very few people knew how many buildings I was buying at the same time. If you shut your mouth, you will start to be able to see from a silent perspective the people around you who play musical chairs and then you can figure out a way to address them on the level that they're on instead of trying to see the level you're on 
it's so refreshing when you can get out of your own way and your own perspective and try to justify yourself. And I think that this is partially in relation to my new book, when you don't explain yourself. It's like, I don't have to explain myself. My decision is that I'm gonna do X. My decision is that I'm gonna do Y. You don't have to explain that decision. And I think a lot of times we explain our decisions because we are trying to make people who play musical chairs understand that we are playing chess. They're two different games, played with two different sets of rules, and just because you're playing a game does not mean you're playing a game of strategy with people who understand strategy. Chess is a game of strategy. I hope you understand that. Most people only play musical chairs because there's no strategy. The strategy is to just get a chair. The strategy in chess is to never let anybody know your next move. And it is not about just killing everybody off the board. It's about strategizing a way to win because you're starting to realize how other people play with you. And what I want to tell you is this. There comes a moment where you're going to grow and you're going to start listening to the way people talk. And when you start hearing, why don't you just be happy with what you've got? Why don't you just sit there and keep on doing what you're doing? Why don't you keep doing blank? Why don't you continue to live in that house? Why would you move to this city? Because I heard it's expensive. Why would you buy that kind of car? It's a, it's a, it's a lemon. Whatever it is, people will get up and they will try to spread their displeasure with life and their limitations onto you because people with a limited mindset who are always playing musical chairs believes everybody likes that game and people like me and I know if you're listening to the sound of my voice people like you when you don't like playing a game where there's no real point to this right we're just spinning around to get a seat you get you get a little bit like annoyed after a while because you know you are built for something more And in this season, right now in 2021 specifically, I'm in a different space. I don't, as a matter of fact, I know it sounds so weird. I don't even take people's money. Like I'm not into that. As a matter of fact, here's a funny story. I have a tenant who's trying to move out. I even told him, look, you can live here for free. Like just, just at the end of the month, please just go. And she was like, huh? I was like, yeah, because taking your money means I have to be aggravated by you as opposed to letting you live here for free for a few more days find you some place to go and leave like I'm not even incentivized by it anymore and it's not because I have money it's because some things just don't excite me like that anymore I need her to leave because I need to do some rehab and put some things in place to get a real rental tenant who is of that kind of caliber for the house that I got as opposed to just tolerating someone so here's what I want to leave you with Many of you are in places where you're kind of discontent with the people around you. And I know that feeling well. And it's better to be silent and play your chess and attract other people who are willing to play with you than to play musical chairs in a noisy environment and justify if you've won, how you're going to win, and try to just get a seat because you have to get a seat. Most people are only sitting. They're not living. They get a seat and they're content and they are going to die in that seat. If that's what they want to do, that's fine for them. I don't criticize people who want to play musical chairs. I'm just not one of them. And if you know that that's not the life you were designed for, stop explaining yourself. Build your empire strategically and silently. And watch yourself grow as a person. 
that you'll be amazed what you can accomplish in silence that you cannot accomplish when you're loud. Because so many of the moves I've made, and I compliment myself a lot for it, so many of the moves that I've made over the years have only been because I've been silent. Not in this recent time frame here, but in general. When people say, well, how'd you meet this one? And how'd you get on that? And how'd you get to that? It's all silence. Because I was always playing strategy. I never wanted to be in a boat with everybody else. And you've got to get to that level too. Hopefully that helps. See you soon.